Welcome to another episode of Seaside Saga. I'm Christy. And I'm Will. Broadcasting from the free state of Florida. We'd like to start the podcast off today with a little segment we like to call Seaside Banter. It's just our random thoughts, a little about the past week, some interesting things that we want to talk about. Well, I want to talk about the very new thing that we bought. <laughs> yes, we're very excited. We bought it. So a, excited. So excited. It's game changing. Totally. Uh, we're a little late in the game. Uh, to anyone that already has it, but we got, you guessed it, George, George Foreman. Foreman Grill. George ah! Foreman Grill. We got the big one, so you can cook so much on it. And uh, promise, this is not a sponsor. They're not paying us. Oh, for goodness, no. So, yeah, we're not, we're not sponsored. We're, this is just something we were just very excited to talk about. Uh, well, well, because all we do is eat out. We eat out, like, all the time. We spend so much money. We, you know, we get off work and... What do you want to eat? I mean, I can't tell you the number of times we went to Aussie Grill and Ruby Which is, Tuesday. Aussie Grill, for anyone that doesn't know, is a fast food version of Outback. Right. I, the first time I ever saw it was when we came here in Florida, and I thought, that's pretty awesome. You can get so a, we went there a lot. You get a sirloin steak, you can get uh, Aussie Burger, you can get... Their chicken tenders, he's a big fan of. Chicken tenders, very big fan. Uh, but yeah, we eat out all the time. We're spending all our money on food just to eat out, just... You we know. secretly want to be foodies, but we really can't afford it at the end of the day. Yeah. So we're spending, what, $20, $30 every uh, meal, mm-hmm. and it's just getting, you know, in this economy, as you all know, it's getting pretty hard to do. So we decided, let's invest some of that money into a Foreman grill instead, where it cooks both sides, because, you know, I'm going to admit it, I'm not the best cook, so you try to get me I like to, to pretend I'm a good cook. You cook very well, but well, I'm not... So a, do you. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm not very good when it comes to, you know, cooking burgers or cooking steaks or chicken. You know, every time I try to cook it on a pan, it's going to be dry and it's not very enjoyable. So we thought, okay, George Foreman Girl cooks on both sides, gives you instructions on how long you want to keep it on there. You can cook a chicken in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Just heat it up for 4 minutes. But 14 minutes. And we, it's done, and it's convenient, it's and it's easy. All you have to do is de-thaw it. So when you get up in the morning, you just sort of... Lay out whatever it is you're going to cook, throw some seasoning on it, and boom, Marinated, there you go. Yeah. Let it sit the rest of the day. We had some of the best. Oh, that was so cooking. good. He made, like, he likes to be modest, but he actually is an amazing cook. I just get my recipes online. But, <laughs> but he executed it so perfectly. It was this lime chicken. You should put the recipe in the notes. Yeah. And you should totally, however you grill your chicken or cook your chicken, it was just spot on. It was so good and juicy, and it was a little bit sweet, but it was very flavorful. I like the sweetness. I'm just letting you know it is a sweet recipe, like a sweet chicken recipe. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and we paired it with some rice, which we just microwaved because... It's minute rice. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't have time to do everything, but it's, you know... Rice which is rice. better, rice yeah. or, like, French cheese fries. I mean... Yeah, rice is so. much better for you. Um, but yeah, so we made a lime grilled chicken. So I got lime juice. We got we put some sugar in there, some pepper. It's it's a really. I mean, if you're a foodie, you're gonna be like, that's really basic. But this you know, is, people still have to eat. We may not be Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, we're not Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay probably would laugh <laughs> at it. But it was some of the best chicken we've ever had. And it we used chicken thighs, which is chicken thighs, which very, is also first of all they're cheaper to buy right now, <laughs> and they are very flavorful. Very flavorful. That was like sweet and bitter at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you pair it. You didn't like. You're not. You're not a fan of soy sauce. But I'm not. No, I did try it with the soy sauce, but yeah, not. Not, a not fan. for her. But I did read online that soy sauce and lime is a good combination. So I was dipping my chicken in it, and I mean the soy sauce is really overpowering, and you know it, it added to it, but not not in the way that I thought it would. But still, best chicken I've ever had. George Foreman Grill is awesome. You bought some burger sliders the other day. I was Mm -hmm. able to cook all eight. They're like little burgers, some all burgers. Yeah. (laughs) From Publix. Yeah. Uh, Able to cook all of those in 10 minutes. We can meal prep. I mean, if you don't have a George Foreman Grill and you're worried about the price, just invest in it. It, Ours was like $60. 60 And totally worth it. We use it almost every night now. Think about the meals you're going to spend. Three meals will pay for the amount that you can food prep with this thing. It's amazing. Yeah, and especially, you know, our lives are so busy just as, like, a married couple without children. I can't imagine people that have kids and are working two jobs and their kids are in school and, like, I mean, props to y'all because I don't know how you do it, but this saves us a bunch of time and I imagine it would save... 
other people a bunch of time too. Yeah, so again, if you don't have a Foreman grill, please consider getting one. They're amazing, they cook fast. They cook on both sides so you don't have to flip anything over. And it it's easy to clean. The one that we got, you can actually put in the dishwasher and it's got a non-stick pan on it. Just clean, Super just easy. comes right off. It's Super easy. perfect. Um, so I think we've talked a lot about um, the George Foreman Grill. So we really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, but no, so yeah, that's one of the big takeaways from this week. It's been, it's actually fun to cook now. You know, yeah, it's, it's like it's something like, that we like do together, yeah. and it's like a little mini date in the kitchen. One and I think will, one of us will man the Foreman grill, the other will make like the vegetables. Man the microwave. I, I do cook. The microwave. It gets us in the kitchen together. Where, you <laughs> we're know, joking around. Joking. We're talking about politics and how bad Biden's doing and how his approval rating keeps dropping mm-hmm. and all the craziness of the left woke, woke culture that is happening. You know, something else I was though really excited about this week. What's that? Was Steven Crowder. On Rumble. His has returned. Yes. Yeah. Super ex- I don't care what you think about him. To me, Crowder has always been very fair in everything that he has said. Yeah. And I really, I think he's a cool dude. We've, he's one of the few that I don't feel is like controlled opposition. You right. can say that a lot about conservatives, uh, you know, here recently. Uh, but I, I've, he's always stayed true to his message. When he would, basically, if anybody, uh, you, I encourage you to listen to his YouTube video about, you know, when he was looking for a new place to host his show, he was very open and transparent about the contracts that they were giving him and just basically how they were. And it wasn't about the money. It was like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, why is this contract the way it is with the money? It was like, this is, because the Daily Wire had even said, you know, this was a standard contract. And Crowder was like... Um, this is that's the problem. It's the standard contract. It's basically like we're all like, okay, this is standard, so I have to accept it. He wanted to go further and say, this isn't how it should be. It's right. not even just. It's not even that company that's the problem. Right. It's the fact that they all want to do the same type of contract. Because he's right. Because they are. They're, therefore, you're kind of playing into like YouTube's rules of like censoring, and then you get fined for this, this, or that. You it wasn't the to, Daily yeah. Wire's fault. It was just. It's just how it is. That's like the norm, the yeah, standard. Like their normal contracts are basically like, don't do this, don't do that. You can't say this. You have to do a show every single day about this, or you lose. Thousands of dollars every right, day. Right, you're or, penalized and this you know, or that. There's no yeah. freedom there, and he's just trying to change it. And I'm glad he found a home with Rumble. Rumble's getting up there. We've actually found out that our TV has the app. Yeah, we just found that out, which was really cool. I thought for sure they didn't, but it's, yeah, they're becoming more accessible. It Will they ever overtake YouTube? I don't know. I hope they don't go the route of, like, all of these other free speech things where they first start out as free speech, then they get so big, and then they're just like, oh, we're going to censor you now. Gotcha. But hopefully not. Thus far, they haven't. And, you know, his his first... Because um, Dave Laundell is no longer on there, yeah. which is kind of sad. I really, really love I him. I did see that it wasn't due to any, like, any bad blood between the two. He's just trying to focus on his career, which is fine. I get it. But it, I'm hoping that he makes, a, like, a, you know, one episode he just comes in and just... I'm sure he probably will. Hilarious. But he had Alex Jones yeah, on Alex there. Jones. I don't know if he ever had a chance to talk, but Alex Jones was there. <laughs> I don't know, because he like said hi to Alex, and Alex like went rumbling on, <laughs> and just, Crowder was just like, I just said hi. I, just said hi. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you saw the video clip. Yes, uh, if we were a video <laughs> show, we would show it to you. You gotta watch the latest, uh, the last Crowder episode with Alex Jones. He shows the video. Basically, Alex Jones is just so happy that uh, Crowder got so many views, he couldn't contain himself. Turns around and busts his nose right on the door. <laughs> right on the wall. And he's right like bleeding and like apparently his bodyguard saw the whole thing happening in slow motion and just kind of stood there and laughed. It was just like, because you have to understand, if you've never seen Alex Jones in person, he is. He's exactly <laughs> what you would expect. So we went to one event back National in National File. Nash, yeah, National File. Yeah. It, it was a conservative event. There was a bunch before of Before COVID. Before COVID. Well, just it? before just COVID. Just before COVID. Yeah. Um, big event. It was at this hotel. It was a really slinky hotel in DC. I don't mm. really remember which one it was. Omni. It was Omni, Omni Hotel, I believe. Omni hotel. Yeah. It was nice. Um, 
not as good as Trump Tower. No. But that's a that's all podcast. other podcasts. That's all other podcasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we got to go. I don't even know. Did we have to pay money for it? I, don't I think it was a free event. Free event. It was a free event. Yeah, yeah. they had Alex Jones, Owen Schroyer, what's her name? Um, Millie Weaver Millie was there Weaver. before she went crazy. Um, um, just a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, just a whole bunch of people, different speakers that were talking, and like General Flynn's brother, yeah. so, someone in General Flynn's family. I don't remember exactly. The, be- who it the was. best part about it, basically, the point we're making is <laughs> every time he had somebody else, like he would come back down from the stage, and it's somebody else's turn. Oh wait! I got another thing. I gotta, I gotta come up here and I gotta say something else. You know, I gotta, and it was just so. It, it, it was just like watching an episode of Boys. Wait, wait! I gotta add something else. You know, it's just like no one gets a chance to talk. And it to his, you know, to his credit, he just has a lot to say. He's got so much hidden in that brain of his. He's got to let it out. I get it. Um, we were hoping to get a picture with him that night, but he was just storming out, you know, not mad. He was just like on it. He, he was just all over the place. I think he even drove that tank into he the He did. Yeah, the he tore the Infowars. We were saying it took a picture tank. of it. Yeah, yeah. We took a picture of it. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would, we've always seen him in person. We just never could get close enough to say, hey, we're big fans, you know. Um, this will be another one for another podcast too, but. Just because we like Alex Jones doesn't mean we're crazy like QAnon people. There's what you don't like your tinfoil hat. No, I, oh. yeah, it doesn't fit. I need a new one. But I just. <laughs> but it's like I had I got in a kind of an argument with this over Reddit with somebody recently, and they're just like, "Oh, he he's on the conspiracy board, so I don't listen to him. He's crazy." Conspiracy theories are just people that just question the official narrative, you know. It's okay to ask questions. Like, not everything is a conspiracy theory. Not everything is a cover-up. Not everything is something. But the problem is, why can't you ask the question about right. whatever like, it is? Do I believe the Earth is flat? No. no. But if somebody posts that on the board and wants to have a discussion about it and maybe get made fun of a little bit, that's fine. They can make their argument for it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the official narrative is because we've seen plenty of times where that official narrative was blown wide open. Wuhan. COVID, Wuhan, like the Russia, COVID lab, Russia, 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 Russa. I mean, the there's steel dossier. Yeah, there's plenty of other ones. There's like, there's what was it? The Dalai Lama. There was a conspiracy that he was being paid by the government. Everyone said, no, 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 he's not being paid. You're just a silly conspiracy theorist. And then the government actually confirmed that he was getting paid by the CIA. He was put in there to basically dismantle Chinese China's infrastructure, and. That, that was one thing. Then there was, what was his name? Uh, Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, and there was a conspiracy theory that said that his wife was running the presidency behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. No, that's crazy. Just, almost mirroring... Didn't that end up being true? Yeah, ended up being true. Uh, but it's it almost mirrors today. It's kind of scary. Like, we all say, well, somebody's running behind the scenes. Biden. I mean, they have to be. Yeah. If you don't question the official narrative at this point, then I don't know what's going to wake you up. One conspiracy theory that I'm interested in that I don't really believe, but I would be curious to learn more about, is them controlling the weather. Just because I've seen the hurricanes get worse and the timing of the hurricanes, and I know people say global warming, yeah, okay, whatever. But I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying it's something that I would be interested to know why other people do believe it. Right. And then there's even, like, MK Ultra, the mind control, oh, yeah. like, with LSD, I think it was LSD and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone said, oh, no, the government's not doing any mind control. Government's, you know, they're not spying on anybody, or they're not trying to control people. That was found to be true. So it's, you know, official narratives are not always right. Just because the media says that's not true, or just because someone says, well, there's no basement, doesn't mean that it's not real. <laughs> Yeah, one day we'll do a podcast on Comet Pizza and our experience when we... That's a whole, that's part one and part Part, two. Part one and part two in the Pegasus Museum. But anyway, what we're basically trying to say is if you watch InfoWars or any news, really, take it with a grain of salt and do your your own own research. research. Look for, like, plot holes in in media stories. I mean, like, one that I can think of right now is, like, 9-11. That's a huge one. That's going to be a huge podcast episode. We're going to have a whole podcast about it. I mean, if you look at, like... The, the way the towers went down, the, you know, the plane was, or the building was designed to withstand a plane hitting it, and the way it went down was just like, bought like a complete demolition, it wasn't from a plane, and then... It, what brought down that last tower, and I can tell you, from living in D.C., 
folks would have seen the plane going into the Pentagon. Exactly. It went right... Because it's right there on the interstate. <laughs> right over the highway. Someone had to have a phone or a camera, someone visiting a tourist, something would have... Someone would have had a picture of a plane going overhead. The only frame that we... we the only video we have is three frames. Something hits the Pentagon. It, there's an explosion. You don't see a plane. It's like It almost looks like a missile. Right. Someone would have seen a plane. Someone would have seen something. And just the news coverage of it was just really strange. There's just a lot of... I have a lot of questions. Right. Speaking of that tower, it's like... No plane hit the tower. Nothing hit that tower. They tried to say, oh, well, it was the debris that knocked it down. Then why did it go down exactly the same way as the other two that got hit by planes? Why was that building full of FBI classified documents? And, oh, it's just so convenient. Let's just do that. Then there was even that news story that hit before it even went down. Right. Where she was already saying, and Tower 7 has gone down. And then 10 minutes later, it goes down. Yeah, so that was that. that was actually the thing that got me into conspiracy theories was my dad asked me that, like, what brought down that tower? And I couldn't answer him. Right. And the fact that the I, news I people, <laughs> the news lady had it already mm-hmm. in paper. Already in the paper form. It's almost the, like they're planning it. Here's the official story. Anyways, conspiracy theories, <laughs> do your research. Like with COVID, we were very apprehensive about that from the beginning mm-hmm. because... Okay, people aren't dying in the middle of the streets. Uh, you're getting a cold. I was more worried about it. Because I we were living in D.C. And as I stated on the last podcast, I love D.C. And I thought, oh my gosh, you're going to take D.C. away from me. It's going to be chaos in the streets. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have put it past them to release a deadly <laughs> virus and try to yeah. kill us all off. But then I'm like, why would they want to kill us all off? Then they came out with a vaccine, and that's when I knew, okay, this is what they're That was this craziness. I think... I have my own personal thoughts about the vaccine. Either they made it where it would kill people like that, or they made it where it would kill people, but it started is doing it too, quicker than they thought. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it was supposed to disguise itself as a heart attack later on, like 10 years from now. So, But it's happening too early. Or none of this was expected. And, you know, it was supposed to somehow alter their DNA or something. Um, or make them reliant on it so they didn't take the vaccine, and then the government's like, oh, I'll give you this vaccine, but you got to do this. But then it started killing people, so who knows? Well, like, the very basic level was, our very basic take on the vaccine is, it should be your choice. It's your choice. And, and you know, it shouldn't be, we're going to dangle freedom in front of you, or have the president, the so-called president of the United States, say, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and yeah. they're holding everything up. And, and basically making division. People lose, lost their jobs, they lost, like, everything they had because they wouldn't take this experimental drug no one knew what it's gene therapy gene therapy and no one knew what it was going to do it wasn't tested they're like oh we've been testing this for years what how because covid wasn't here years ago supposedly you just had this vaccine ready to go as soon as this virus comes out like no don't i'm not i'm not buying into it look at us we're still alive and the people that took the vaccine they're the ones dying off in big numbers having heart attacks and young people too People are not even questioning Young, the fact... healthy people that play sports, that do all these things, are suddenly... Or that's the news headline, dies suddenly. Yeah. Watching people play football and just ha- passing out in the middle of the court, or in the middle of the, the field, either dying or having a heart attack or an enlarged heart. And they're like, oh, well, that's just normal in football. When? I've never seen that happen. Never. Not in, in, in the amount of numbers that we're seeing now. Like teenagers dying playing baseball at school. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's collapses never on field. And collapses all on this. the field. People have, dying, getting strokes at like 20. I mean, heart attacks are now normal. What are causing this? Resting, exercise, playing video games, taking naps. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a break. Adult death syndrome. Yeah, like come up with a better narrative than that. Come on, we're not that gullible. I hope we're not that gullible. But yeah. shall we? Shall we move on? Yeah. That was our seaside banter. Uh, we're going to go on to our main topic of discussion for today. Which is rating our rating keys trip. Rating our keys trip on the palm tree taco scale. Which of is a scale that we've made ourselves. We like tacos. We like palm trees. Why not rate everything on the scale? Is it a palm tree taco or is it not a palm tree taco? That's going to be our rating system. So we're going to start with our keys trip. We started with Key Largo. What right, you- this is the first time you've ever been to the Keys. Having grown up in Florida, I went to the Keys a lot over spring break with my parents. And, and we, she lived there for a while. I lived in Key West for a while. Super duper expensive. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But 
What did you think? I thought Key Largo, so we crossed the bridge from Miami, uh, went through Homestead, crossed the bridge, it was, it was pretty cool. There was a lot of open fields. I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. We get to Key Largo, and it's like, okay, this is a cool little small, you know, island town. But they, you gotta, really, they really tried to push Key Largo as, like, you know, the keys. No. I mean, you, you told me <laughs> from the beginning, like, you haven't seen anything until we get out of Key Largo. Key Largo's cool, but it's it's just like a small town. It's like, you know, going through, what's the, you know, going through, like, Fort Myers Beach. Mm-hmm. Kind of. You still got Publix. You still got, you know, everything else. It still feels like a small town city. Doesn't feel like an island. Uh, as soon as we got out of there and we got to what was the next one? I think it was Isla Morado. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty cool. So you start seeing all the water around you. You've got the Gulf on one side. You've got the Atlantic on one side. I remember driving through Key Largo too, and seeing like, okay, there's hotels over here. There's the Atlantic, and I was like, every every beach I've ever went to, the ocean was just on one side, and then it's all land. So it was. It was uh, it was game changing for me to be like oh cool there's the Atlantic oh, oh okay cool there's the Gulf <laughs> um, Key Largo was cool I don't think we did much there we just drove through we it we just drove through we were there by the way because we were celebrating our five year wedding five year wedding we love you I love you yeah. Uh, we yeah we went through Key Largo it was it was cool uh, but. Going through Isla Morada was really the coolest part. Well, one of the coolest parts, because that's when you start seeing, like, the Gulf and and uh, the Atlantic, and you're kind of on this really small little patch of land. You see, like, the little beaches right at the road. It's really cool. Uh, we went to this really... So we kind of broke it down into, yeah. like, where we stayed and attractions and restaurants and then, like, our own separate Key West attractions. So we stayed. You found a great deal. Found a great deal. On Marathon. Uh, on Marathon, it was called Banana Bay Resort. So if you haven't seen this place, it's it's interesting. I've never been to a place like this. Usually you go to hotels and it's, you know, your standard either, you know, what we call a Sam and Dean <laughs> motel. We watch Supernatural, Natural. so they always stay in, like, these hole-in-the-wall Little, hotels. Little, like, motels. Motel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to that. I'm, I'm even used to, like, the bigger ones, you know, the big towers or, you know, whatever. Your standard hotel. Days in super eat something like that that's what i'm used to this one was different you uh, you've got the main office right off the road and then you drive through and there's just trees everywhere it's like you, it like it opens up because you know the key itself marathon looks you know really sort of narrow and then you sort of walk back in and it's just like this big sort of like storybook coming to life and you know you have the tennis courts over here and you have all these different signs and, and, and hot tub. yeah and there's a dock back there and then there's this little restaurant bar thing right and on the dock, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, it, it reminded me, I've never been to, but what I've seen on TV and the movies, but it reminded me of like a summer camp. Yeah. You kind of... It's like a summer camp. Yeah. you got the trees all around, the gravel road, and you got the little signs telling you this way to the bar, this way to the marina. Mm-hmm. The, and so when we got there, we actually had what they called a city view hotel, so it wasn't facing the water, anything like that. And so I'm like, I'm going to try to ask them if we can upgrade this. You know, we, we'd saved a little bit of money for the anniversary, obviously. So I went in there and I was like, any chance we can upgrade this? It's our anniversary. We want to kind of be near the water. So, oh, yeah, it's only $25 upgrade fee. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the thing about this resort, all of the buildings, they're not, they are, I guess what you'd call Ocean View. That's the Gulf, right? I mean, when I think of Ocean View, I think of like right on the water. So, yeah. Right on the water. So, well, what I mean is it was facing the Gulf. Yeah, it was facing the Gulf. But it's, and it is ocean front, but. It's still, you're not right on the ocean, so there's like grass there, there's a pathway to, you're going, you're walking at least, uh, probably, I I couldn't even measure it, it's not even like half a mile or .3 miles, you still walk down the path, there's some trees in the way, you still see the ocean, but you have to go down to the dock to actually be oceanfront, uh, which they have this really cool, like they have these chairs and hammocks and all the little fish that were around there. We brought the GoPro and tried yeah, to put it in water. It's kind of murky water, but we saw, uh, you saw, no, we saw a um, barracuda. We saw a baby barracuda. Baby we barracuda. saw a whole bunch of like angelfish and just sort of little striped fish. Like you could just see them with like your naked eye. You just yeah. look down. That's how clear the water is down there. And that was just like really cool to see. And that was yeah. a really fun way to start off the day. We just sat there for a while. It wasn't too hot yet. And so, but yeah. what did you think of the room? 
the room was really nice. Hardwood floors. Uh, had this really cool mirror that had like lighting around it. Had the shower with like wood paneling inside, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And it was like one of those like raining showers. Yeah, that was neat. That was nice. I uh, mean, the room wasn't huge, but it was definitely big. clean. It definitely had a tropical vibe yeah. to it. It had like blue wallpaper. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, we really enjoyed it, and, and you know, you get the bed faces the window out. It's hard it's to a describe. Bi- it's a big window. It's a big, big rectangular window. Big window. The yeah, bed, and there was like, like a big tree, like you said, kind of in front. Big tropical tree. But you could still see the ocean. Yeah, it just wasn't just right there. on the ocean. You and could see it. so we, you know, we slept there. We left the windows open that night. It was a nice breeze. It was mm-hmm. really nice. Um, we got, yeah, got some sushi from Winn-Dixie. Which <laughs> I thought, wow, they actually make... Sushi. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a snob when it comes to sushi. I, I love public sushi. Anybody that's been nor- more Teeter, north, it's yeah. Harris Teeter Sushi. It's yeah. You know, I've never actually gotten fancy sushi, but Winn Dixie was a letdown on that. <laughs> but um, Winn Dixie is on Big Pine Key, which is where we went Big to Pine that Key. day, which you didn't even want to go to, but you ended up loving it. Uh, well, I, I, we had Winn Dixies <laughs> when I was growing up. I, I'm from North Carolina, so yeah, we. And I'm aware of Winn Dixie, and but you had more memories here because you always went here when you were a kid. Right, it was uh, nostalgic for me, as silly nostalgic. as it sounds. Yeah, I wanted to go to the Winn Dixie, which is in this plaza, which is right by also No Name Key. And so don't 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 put down nostalgia because that's that's a big source of happiness for a lot of people. You know, the the world's changed so much, and to go back and see that something's still there from your childhood is so cool. And to share it with someone that you share love. I mean, that that's love. a whole new memory built on top of other memories that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, I think I've taken you to several places that I oh, went to yeah. as a kid, and I was like, oh my god! Oh, we went to uh, you know Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, yeah. Uh, and I hadn't seen it in ten years in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's nothing like, you know, it's not Miami or anything like that, but that's where I grew didn't grow up. I, that's my vacation spot when I was a kid, growing up. Even went there a few times with my dad, went there obviously with my mom, uh, my grandma. Every I mean, that was our vacation spot. Right. And so to be able to take you there, that was so cool. It was like... Yeah, that was really special. It's changed a little bit, but overall the same feels the same. We kind of went there. It was kind of a colder day up there because it's not Florida. They don't have... <laughs> It's not tropical. It's just one of those romantic beaches. Yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, nostalgia is very important. Winn-Dixie, it was nice to see. And what did we see right next to it, even though it was closed? But we went back the next day. We went back the next day. We saw a Radio Shack. A Radio Shack, yeah. Radio Shack was there, open. They were, when we went back, they were selling phones. uh, (laughs) And, you know, I work in the tech field, and this guy's telling this guy, like, we're going to charge you like $100 to restore everything. And I'm just like, well, I thought about it at first, and I'm like, that's kind of taking advantage. But then I'm like, well, it might be a good way to make money on the side, but that's another story, anyways. But, but you enjoy the Radio Shack. They had all the little drawers and everything. Yeah, I want to get into like soldering. You know, motherboards and stuff like that and changing out capacitors for anybody that's familiar with computers and stuff like that. Uh, But they had a whole bin of just like little capacitors and little LED lights and stuff that you could solder onto stuff. And I'm like, you never see that anymore. Mm -mm. Like every time I thought about buying something like that, I had to do it on like Amazon or eBay, like get a pack of those. And you never know what you're getting. And it was just so cool to be in a you know, a brick and mortar store that had that. And like, if I had a question about it, like, Hey, would this fit on this motherboard? There's a good chance they might know, or, you know, just maybe they don't, but at least you get to like pick it up and look at it and say, okay, I think that would fit. It's, it was just really cool for me. I haven't seen a radio sack in a long time. I don't think any of our malls had it. I think it went away, but yeah. So first off, we need to go back to the hotel. Yes. Because we got to give our rating. Oh yes, we get to talking. Yes. So yeah, what, what would, on the what would you give it on the palm tree? On the taco? palm tree taco scale, I would give it an eight because it wasn't quite oceanfront, and I think it was like a waterway. It wasn't really. I could be wrong. I think yeah, no, I think I am because there was a little island, but it was the Gulf. So mm-hmm. I give it an eight just because uh, yeah, it wasn't quite oceanfront. I know it's the Keys. Oceanfront to me makes me think, okay, there's a little beach there. It had a cool dock. Uh, we only stayed there one night just due to the price. I mean, it is a, it was expensive when we went because it was in season. Uh, but 
I would imagine later off later on in the year is probably a little cheaper. But it was, yeah, it, it was good. There was nothing really bad about it, but yeah, eight sounds right. Yeah, I'd probably give it like an 8.5. I really enjoyed the, the flooring and I really enjoyed the decor. Um, it did not have an elevator, just so y'all know. So you yeah. had to walk up the stairs, at least in our part. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the view and I did enjoy just how quiet it was back there when you walked back to the dock and the yeah. hammocks and the boats and everything. Um, it didn't feel like you couldn't hear any of the city noise or anything yeah. like that. And you get like transported. It's like a different place. You don't yeah. feel like you're... I mean, you know you're on an island, but you don't feel like you're in, like, a tourist Right, attraction. you don't hear, like, the cars and everything, and I felt very safe there. Um, I think, yeah, I give it an 8.5. Yeah. And what would you give Winn-Dixie? <laughs> and Radio Shack. The, and the Radio Shack. <laughs> on the tree. Nostalgia Palm Tree Taco scale, I would give it an 8, because it was That's clean, it. and they had chair wine which oh you were so excited about i forgot about the chair wine <laughs> anybody that is from the east coast like maybe i don't know if dc had it i don't think they did yeah i think because we had to order it on the website right yeah so maybe like virginia down to georgia some some parts of florida have it Publix around here does have it but they don't have the diet one and i don't you know i'm trying to stay away from calories and drinks um so i try to get like the zero calorie one but we walked in there, and I'm like, well, what? I wonder if this, I bet this place even has, you know, diet chair wine. And right when I said it, I Lo looked. Behold, I there saw was. it. <laughs> and we got, like, two cases. We did. I the, mean, we did. It was the glass bottle one. It was so good. We took some home. Uh, I'm going to have to order some more. It was just so, so good. So what would you give it? I would give it a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10. It would have been a 6, but they had diet chair wine. <laughs> and I give Radio Shack an 8 out of 10. Eight on the palm tree. And for our next conversation, we want to talk about another part of uh, is this Big Pine Key or No Name Key? I guess you'd call it. The, I call it No Name Key. I believe it is No Name Key. So there's uh, there's one little key kind of off, like if you're going towards Key West, you go around a curve, and then there's just there's a little road there next to a gas station. You go down. Uh, that's where Winn Dixie and Radio Shack. Right. Is, but you keep going. And it's just these little tiny houses, you know, nothing special. It's like some cottages, I believe, you can rent, that you rented, or your parents rented when you were a kid, that you can stay in. And you're right at a marina. I think they're building a bunch of things like that. Um, you weren't interested in going to No Name Key, really. I wasn't interested at first because I was like, well... Because we had seen YouTube videos yet again that say, oh, there's nothing out here. There's nothing... I mean, <laughs> it's you got to remember, or if you've never been, you got to understand it is... It's very quiet. It gets very dark at night. The sunset, though, from the Old Wooden Bridge. Okay, yeah. So let's, we went out on the very first night to first the Old night. Wooden Bridge. So we just unpacked. Yeah. Uh, we saw the hotel. We're like, you, you really wanted to go because we were going to go to Key West the next day. So we had three days, I think it was. I was trying to catch the sunset. Trying I wanted to him to see the sunset from the Old Wooden Bridge because it wanted, was spectacular. Right. So the next day we were going to spend all day in Key West. Yeah. And we, you know, we weren't necessarily sure if we were going to stay for the sunset there because we still had to get back. Because we're going to go to Miami, Cause in, which is the next podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, essentially, so we went to No Name Key. I was, you know, we, I wasn't complaining at all. I was just no, like, no. You know, you, but like, you yeah. were like, why are you rushing me? I'm like, I want you to see the sunset. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, we'll go, you know. It's your your memories, you know, I want to take that away from you. That, I mean, I'll enjoy it either way. So we get there. First thing we want to do is see like the what they call the key deer. Yeah, I really wanted to see the key deer because if you go over the bridge, it ends at a dead end. But there's no name key deer, mm -hmm. and they're endangered, and they're super cute, and you can touch them even though the sign says not to. Yeah, um, they look like little dogs. Kind <laughs> of. They're, yeah, they're like scruffy. Yeah, they are kind of scruffy. Yeah, and we saw like five of them, and they were just really sweet. You know, we didn't get out of the car or anything. We just took pictures and took a video, and that was really cool for me. Yeah, we thought somebody was following us at first, but it was actually just a family that was trying to see key deer also because we went all the way to the dead end. We turned around. They followed us back. We pulled off because we saw a deer. They pulled off too. It's like, oh, great. We're going to get murdered and no name key. <laughs> <laughs> they got out. They were. It was just a you know just a regular family taking pictures. Uh, we saw and it was just sitting there. And you were just like hello, hello. And he looked up and he was eating grass. He didn't mind us at all. He, I mean, he was just peaceful. Mm -hmm. um, that was cool. And then the coolest part of No Name Key was that what we call the what you call the old wooden the bridge. the old wooden bridge. Yeah, because yeah. you can park 
we parked on the side of the key deer you mm. can walk up on the bridge and it's very clear i have seen so many schools of fish shark yeah. tarpon you know from this bridge and yeah. it's and just the water only looks like I, I, we didn't go in it obviously but the water only looks like it's probably good to even to you probably just goes like below the knee right it's not very tall at all but there was a man fishing there he was really nice everybody that walked by was just really nice and really you know hey how's it going yeah how's the fishing going you know we we stood there we i think we just stood on the bridge and just kind of like leaned up against the railing and we're just like talking just having a conversation looking out probably for like well into an hour because we got there and it was i think it was like four o'clock maybe Maybe well, it was a little later because the sun was, was setting. What did you think was, of the sunset? The sunset the was beautiful, and I think honestly, it was. I I didn't get to see a Key West sunset because we did have to leave um, Key West a little earlier, just because I think at that point we'd been there all day. We kind of got tired. It was getting dark. We wanted, you know. Anyways, um, that sunset was beautiful, and it was, and it felt like. I don't want to say it was better than what I would imagine the Key West one was, but it was, like, more personal, more personable. It was just, like, oh, here's a sunset just for us, and it's just the perfect, perfect, like, silhouette. We took pictures of each other. We took a picture of us both, like, our silhouette, and it's just, like, we're the only ones on the bridge because no one else is out there, and it was just, like, this really cool thing. We kept commenting on how quiet it was. How quiet. Like, how... you could hear, you could even hear the fish swimming around. It was so quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really beautiful, and it was just, like, really perfect, and it wasn't too hot. So, what would you rate that, the Olin Bridge? I would rate it a 9 out of 10, just because there wasn't... There's not much to do there. Obviously, if you're staying there, you're probably going to Key West, or you're going, you know, the marathon. It's just a place that you're going to go, that you're going to relax, and you're just going to enjoy nature, uh, and enjoy some fishing. Yep. Yeah, I would rate it 10 out of 10 on the palm tree taco scale just because yeah. for the nostalgia of it for me, for all the fishing I've done from the bridge, for all the fishing that I look forward to to doing with you, um, the sunset's beautiful, it wasn't too hot, um, it's just a really cool place to be and that's part of the keys, like what I told you when you went down there, you know, you kind of have to experience the keys in your own way, you know, it's not mm-hmm. Disney World, well, uh, you know, there's not rides and attractions for yeah. you to go on, you know, a lot you, of nature, it's, it's for nature lovers and people that just want to kind of slow down from the grind of daily life, and if you're a mountain person, you're probably not going to like it, because <laughs> it's very flat, yeah, well, all of Florida yeah. is really flat, so Let's, our, yeah, go ahead. yeah, so our next one, we, there's two for this one. This is because they're kind of both in the same area. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we want to talk about Seven Mile Bridge and the Bahia Honda State Park. What were you, Tell me some of your thoughts on that. Well, I love a Seven Mile Bridge. I've always loved a Seven Mile Bridge, you know, because it's obviously seven miles long. It's the longest bridge in the Keys, and you have beautiful water on both sides. Right. Um, it's just really fun to go over. I've always just thought it was really fun. Back in the day, when I went over there, you know, on a really clear day, you could get the local radio station um, from all the way in Fort Myers, which was V103, that we listened to back in the 90s. Um but one thing that I had not done ever was stopped and walked out on the old bridge. I have ne- I had never done that before. And so I got, for the very first time, I got to do that with you, which I thought that was so super cool. There were so many people fishing. Yeah, there and was lots of people fish. fishing and catching things. And the water was super clear. And it was almost like glass that day. Um, it was just a really cool experience to do. We saw a little iguana sitting out on the bridge. Um, it, it was neat, and yeah, some gentleman caught like a really big yellowtail, I believe it was. Um, it was really neat. What did you think? I, I loved it. I think that's the first time I've ever been on a bridge that was that long over the water, and all you see is just nothing but water on both sides underneath you. It's you just you have to drive. Like you, when I when we first talked about going to the Keys, I didn't, this is my first time going. You've been before. Right. I said, you know, it's probably quicker if we just take the Key West Express. Key West Express is a ferry that you, you ride the boat, and it's like three hours mm-hmm. you get there from Fort Myers to Key West. To Key West, yeah. which we're gonna probably do that next time. Right. That that you know, that's a very you know you can get there in a day, do a day trip or whatever. But you were right because you were like, no, you have to go down the bridge. You have to experience it, and that's I absolutely agree. It was like nothing I've ever seen before. Like I said, I've never been across a bridge that long that was just over the water. And it was just, you see like little islands that the only way you can get to them is by boat. And, um, you know, one of these days we're going to get on a boat and we're going to ride to those little islands and just maybe have a picnic or something like that. 
But it was phenomenal. It was something I've never seen before. And then we found this, like I said, Bahia Honda State Park. Um, the, there was a little price of admission, but the cool thing is you get a, basically that price of admission covers you for the whole day. We only stayed there for a little bit because we had to get to Miami before it got you know too crazy. We were already kind of late. We were going to be there during rush hour, which is not what I wanted, but we made it anyways, obviously. Uh, so we didn't get to stay at Bahia Honda as long as I wanted to, but we got to go in the water. We got to put out a you know a towel, hang out there for a little bit. The water's like crystal clear. There's like you know seaweed grass in there, little fish going around, uh, families and everything like that. There's a little trail that you can go up to part of the old bridge, like the old railroad track. You can't go all the way across it, obviously, but you can get up to a really good view. And it, I swear to you. <laughs> Anyone who has ever seen the show Lost, there's a certain angle. If you look at the ocean through the trees, you you don't. It's about halfway up that he's referring it's about to. About halfway just up, just past the Honda sign. It feels like you're on the <laughs> island, and I was just in awe. You were, you look like you were blown away. I was blown away. I had never been there either. That was another first for me because we never stopped there. Um, we yeah. spent a lot of time in the lower keys, and so yeah, to to do that was really neat, and to be you know the beach is not like you know. Miami Beach, where it's really yeah. wide and long. You it's know, like a little, it's, like a little inlet, and yeah. but even from the beach, you see the Seven Mile Bridge, which is cool. I've never been on a beach where I see a bridge in front of me, mm-hmm. and just complete ocean. So you get ocean on one side, that's the Atlantic, and it just goes forever. Then you look at the other side, and there's a little beach, and there's the Gulf, and there's the Seven Mile Bridge. It's just really cool. So what would you give on the Palm Tree Taco scale? Both ten. Yeah, Both ten. ten. I mean, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're, you know, if you love to fish, if you love to snorkel, if you just want to hang out on the beach, if you want to do a little hiking, you can do, like, camping. Also, the be a Honda State Park. Um, it's just, it was really great, and I'm, I'm super glad that I had experienced it with you, and that was just, like, a really cool memory for us. What yeah. about you? I give it a ten also. I can't think of anything wrong with it. It's the... Seven Mile Bridge, I thought, because it's two lanes, that it would be, like, really back-to-back all the time if somebody crashed. But I don't think we ever dealt with that. I'm sure if we did, it would be pretty annoying. But traffic flowed well. We got to where we needed. Keep in mind, if you're, like, in Marathon or even Big Pine Key and you think, okay, well, I'm just... Key West says on the map that it's 45 minutes. It's probably going to take you more like an hour. Yeah, maybe to get there. A, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. And it's not because... You know, traffic. Traffic. It's just, well, yeah, it's because there's two lanes. You can't pass anyone. You can't go. And the speed limit. Speed limit's 45. 45, and they enforce it. There was cops at every beginning of the bridge and at the end of the bridge. Mm -hmm. Every key. And they have posted, like, 45 during the day, 35 at night. Yeah. Uh, Highly suggest that you follow that because they very much so enforce it. If it turns night and you're not, you're going over 35, you're probably going to get pulled over. Uh, but, yeah, all in all, it was a great experience. 10 out of 10 all across the board. Definitely. So, as far as the Key West attractions go, what did you think overall of Key West, and what did you think of DePaul Street? I thought it was really cool going into Key West. The way we went in, we kind of went, like, the... I don't even know where it is on the map. You come in the main entrance, and you're going around the right side, and there's, like, little buildings here, but then there's the water. You can see all these yachts. Kind of reminded me of, like, the waterway in Miami. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, and I was like, this doesn't look anything like historic Key West, like I keep seeing on the the mm-hmm. videos. But then we finally got into historic, and I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> it's like a small town, but you know you're on an island. It's got island vibes everywhere. We um, we went to Duval Street. Duval Street's really cool. They have a ton of shops. We didn't even get to see all of them. We're definitely we're going back again. Yeah, we had to be really quick about it. So it was just like, oh look, there's Hemingway's house, and there's you know, look here's Duval Street, and if you venture this way, there's the Aloe Shop, and yeah. you know, I didn't get to look at everything that I wanted to look at, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, you got to go to the Aloe Shop. That was cool, and then the Key Lime Shop, Kermit, or was it Kermit? Yeah, it was yeah. Kermit. Kermit yeah. was cool, like Key Lime body wash and stuff like that. And lotion, like, we got really like cool. a bunch of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Duval Street's cool. The only thing I don't like about Key West is the parking, which is to be expected. You're paying. I think we paid like thirty. It was like thirty dollars for a full day and one of the hours, for yeah. eight hours and one of the. Um, public parking spaces but yeah. that's okay i feel like there's some things that are just to be expected like you know for a full day coming i feel from, like that's you know, okay coming from a big city it's not like sticker shock for us we would prefer not to have to pay that but 
I'd recommend that if you can, like let's say you come on the Key West Express, just take like a take the take the train ride, the the comp train, mm -hmm. uh, which goes around the you know Key West. Take a take. Yeah, Ubers. we didn't get a chance to do the yeah. comp train, but I, I've done it before and I highly recommend it. Yeah, take Ubers, scooters, bikes. We next time we go, we're definitely going to be riding bikes. Oh, definitely. It, it's a small enough city where you you know you can probably get around the whole place on an island, and people the speed limits are low, so you don't have to worry about getting run over. Hopefully, but. Duval Street was cool. Mallory Square was interesting. There was a huge cruise ship there. Um, we didn't stay to the sunset, but we're definitely going to do that next time. You had some really good um, frozen ice. There was, yeah, there was a guy that was serving. Uh, because we got there a little bit early, so not all the vendors were there. The vendors were. Was. This one was set up. He was just setting up. Yeah. And he had like this really. I think it was like mango something. It was mango. Yeah. And it was. Was it Italian ice? I think. He was advertising it as Italian ice. And the like reason why sugar, I bring it up yeah. is because I don't really like shaved ice or Italian ice. I don't like it. I don't think, you know, it's just ice. That makes me weird. But yours, it was like creamy. Yeah. It was, it was so good. Like it was, I don't know if it was because it was really hot. And it, I think he used real fruit. He too. did. Yeah. So. He said he used real fruit. It was so good. It was really I thought. good. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Mallory Square. I mean, it. Obviously, we went before all the main attractions were there, so it was kind of empty, but there was still that big cruise ship. It was really fun to watch it go off, like, to leave. And then we went to a few shops. Um, those were That was in Historic Key West. In Historic Key West, yeah. Yes. Um, old Town, I think they call old it. Old Town. And then on our way out, we went to the southernmost point. We should have gone a little bit earlier because uh, it was really starting to get dark, and we did get a good picture, but, it, you know, it was... Oh, well, we spent, in my opinion, we spent sunset at the southernmost point. Yeah, southernmost point. And so there's this attraction. Everybody takes pictures there. If you watch any video <laughs> on it, they always say, oh, well, there's a huge line, and we just, we we all, we never stop there. We just drive by and take a picture of it. It The line never really seems to go past this certain point, and then when, even when it does, it, it went by fast. We were there like 10 minutes. I never heard this being a problem, because that's something that I've done since I was a kid, is always go to the southernmost point. Granted, I've never seen a line before, but like you said, it was really short. And for people just to be like, it's it's like, today people have no attention span. So, oh my gosh, there's like 10 people ahead of me. So I have to wait two seconds on vacation to, you know, take my picture of this historic landmark. Um, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Go do it. Don't let we, us we or... We stood in the same back of the line that you always see in the videos. Yeah. And it went... We were it there went like so fast. We were like five or ten minutes. Yeah. It was perfect. You know, and that's the thing. You know, don't let us or any YouTubers, you know, discourage you from doing something that you want to do. Go out and experience it yourself. We're just giving you our opinions on it. And, you yeah. know, some of these people just really confuse me. But can we talk about moped riding? Yeah, moped riding... <laughs> it was interesting because I've been trying to push you to, to ride a moped with me. Uh, we found a place. It was it was semi cheap. We wanted the double seat, and which we did not get. We didn't get it. And the guy brought out a single one, and there was a double one right in front of it. And I was like, "Are you sure this is a double? Because that one, yes, it, it's double. You couldn't even sit on the back of it. There was only enough room for one person. Yeah. And so you know, I which is totally, this is totally out of our comfort zone anyway. Out of our comfort zone. I've okay. never been on a moped. He's never been I'm, on a moped. Never been on a motorcycle. Never you know, judge us however you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was. It took a little bit of getting used to. Uh, a little nerve wracking. You know, just being right out in the street like that. But you know, I circled around and because, yeah, you know, it wasn't. It, it was supposed to be this fun experience. You know, you on the back or you, even like switching around. You drive. I did not want to she drive. Didn't want to drive. So on the back and it's just driving around we paid for an hour and but it was just that was disappointing because he just he didn't even listen to what we wanted and he, I think he charged us for a double and gave us a single and there was no way that, that anybody could fit two people in there I mean it, I mean it's fun to ride around it was interesting uh, but yeah it wasn't it's something that I would try again try later again, on. Try again if we can ensure that we get a double. Yeah, it's something that I'd definitely try again. So how would you rate the overall Key West experience Key West, as far as attractions go? I'd rate it as um, probably a 9 out of 10. Just Yeah, I'd probably. The moped brings it down a little bit because we wanted to do that. Next time we go, we're probably going to get a golf cart or like bikes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Duval Street looked a little different to me. There was a lot of vape shops on Duval Street, which is fine if that's yeah, your, like every other if that's your vibe. That's totally fine. Like I don't judge you for that. 
but it just it I don't know it almost seemed a little run down to me a little bit from what I remember of course I hadn't been there since I was a teenager um I'm in my 40s now but yeah. and when we when we go the next time we'll give you a second opinion see if it's changed since we went there's other things you know that I wanted to do I wanted to explore the you know old town Key West a little bit more I wanted to go to the little white house and I wanted to go it, on the well, train. On, on the train, we want to do that. And we saw the Audubon house, which was really pretty. They were having mm -hmm. a wedding there at the time. I would love to go see that. And even go to Hemingway's house again. I would like to explore. We're not big partiers, whereas we like a lot of food. We're not, like, big partiers. So I definitely would like to see the more historic side of it. Not that there's anything wrong with Duval Street. I mean, there's yeah. some really cute shops and great shopping. And it's definitely 1,000% worth seeing. Um, and I would definitely, obviously, go walk on Duval Street again. So For sure. Yeah. So 9 out of 10 for me. Now, as far as the eating goes, now the first place we ate in the Keys was Robbie's. Robbie's. You see it on every video. The tarpon. That you feed, feed the, the tarpon. tarpon. Feed the tarpon. The food, very good. Yeah. Love the food. Everywhere and you're going to pay. You know, we had yeah. appetizers, and we had the entrees, and then we had dessert, too. And so it was about $60. $60. $60. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Not too bad for two. I mean, we're used to paying like $40, $20 a piece. Sometimes, I mean, we try not to, but, you know, some of these places are expensive. Um, Robbie's was good. They had really good food. Everywhere we went, we tried to compare based, based off of, like, conch fritters. Yeah. So she, you got me on the conch fritters when we first moved. Or actually, on when we came, we flew down here. Before we had even lived down here, we came to visit your parents. Um, and you say, well, you got to try a conch fritter. I looked it up and said, fried oyster and i'm like it's not a fried oyster fried, uh, it's, a, it's a sea snail it's a sea, sea muscle sea muscle it's a sea and muscle like, i don't want to eat a sea snail <laughs> but i tried it to you know i was very reluctant tried it first of all it. i just want everyone to know on youtube at any podcast it is not conch, conch. it's conch i said that for a long time it's conch if yeah. you're gonna say something say it properly conch Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very good. No conch fritters. Um, Robbie's was really good. It just felt really, I don't know, overwhelming with all the shops. And even for us that, you know, we're used to high prices when it comes to like tourist places and DC and things like that, their merchandise was, they're really, they're really playing into the, you know, well, we're the first stop before all the keys and they know everyone's going to pass it because it's just one road and it's been made huge and they got magnets for like $10. I'm like, I'm not going to pay $10. And I mean, I would pay $10 for a magnet, but it wasn't like, I mean, and I even, did, I did pay $10 for it because I just wanted it. Wasn't it wasn't one, but. But it wasn't, it's, it's not like my favorite magnet. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's not even like a, you know, very pleasing to the eye magnet. It's just says It's Robbie's. a Robbie's with a tarpon on and looking at it right now on the side of the fridge, you know. Yeah, yeah. We have right next to it, there's a, a big ship that he got at our local um, shell factory, shell factory yeah. for $10. And that, to me, was it worth looks, it. Looks it's got cloth sales. It looks like they took a little time, time to, to do it, you know. Um, yeah, Robbie's is very sprawling. So, you know, you have lots of different things. because so they have, like, boat tours and jet skis. And then you can do some shopping. It's like wandering through almost like a little marketplace. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe I was tired. But it was just, eh. Yeah, eh. parking was awful. Parking was awful. I was driving. I was like, oh, my gosh, where do I park? All these people are in my way. Um, and the, the parking is like so like you're so cramped together squished together um, um, and like the tarpon they used to have it all open but now they have like a net and it's just a small little dock and yeah, all these people are around and I don't know about you if I'm going to try to do something like that I don't need a ton of people watching me um, yeah, and like it, you see in the older videos where you, you can actually put your hand all the way down and they, they might get bit but it was open and you can do whatever now, yeah, they got the net, and there's only, like, six holes that you put your hand in. You got to wait for everybody else to do it, and it's just this really cramped up space, and it just, I was, I was looking forward to doing it. I, I, you know, I was like, oh, I'll try it, but then saw that. I was like, it's not worth it. Yeah, but the food, the food, the conch fritters are really good. The food is very good. I would definitely give the conch fritters probably, like, a seven or eight on the palm tree taco scale. Um, the food that we had, uh, I think we just had like burgers, and those were really good. The key lime pie would definitely give like an 8 um, out of 10 on the palm tree taco scale. Mm -hmm. um, you know, overall with Robbie's, I'd probably give it a 7. Yeah, 7. I overall. mean, if you've never been there, 
you know, go check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's not somewhere that I would immediately go back to, but I, I can see us going back there at some point. Maybe. Probably next time. We, I don't think we'll go there. Um, next place, I'm going to skip the one that we have because we went there a few times, and that's a big one. I want to start with No Name Pub. So okay, yeah, no, so back to No Name Key. No Name Key. Just a really tiny hole-in-the-wall bar. And it was really strange because there was plenty of open seats, but they were making us sit outside and wait. And there was, like, not in. a whole bunch of umbrellas and things. Now, no I had umbrellas. been there once as a kid, and I thought it was really cool. So I was like, yeah, you're going to love No Name Pubs, like this little local place. You know, I'd been there, and I, you know, and... Ah. It was okay. I mean, I think we just got appetizers. I think we got conch fritters and chips or something. Like. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, like you were talking about, people having to wait in line even though there was tables. And I understand that coming from a restaurant background. I get maybe not all your servers are there. You don't want to, like, overseat your staff and overwhelm your cooks and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But it was just, like, they shut the door. It was, yeah, like, some exclusive in, club or something then, like that. Okay, you two can come in. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, like, very, I don't know, I don't like to be controlled that much. And it was just like, yeah, everyone has... If you're going to make everybody sit outside, have some umbrellas. Yeah, have some umbrellas, have some fans, have some shade, have some something. Yeah. You know, they were just like very, you know. And a lot of, we weren't the only ones. People kept coming out like, I don't remember them making a stand outside. Yeah, it was just really strange. But when we got in there, we actually, the only seat that they allowed us to sit at was at the bar, which was really tall, incidentally, and I'm very short, I'm five foot. So. It's one of those bars that has like the dollar bills everywhere, and so we did put a dollar. Mm-hmm. Up yeah, there. I mean it's a cool atmosphere once you get inside. It's dark and it was it's hot cool. Actually, really, I, I thought it was really cool. I remember it being hot. Mm. Like I was like, we mm, gotta turn the air conditioning on or something. Um, but it was interesting. You know, we're not really big bar people. We don't drink. I don't think I don't remember the last time we drank, and it's not out of any, you know, we wild history. It's just we, as we got older, it's just like, yeah, I don't like it anymore. I don't like, you know, I never gotten drunk in my life, but I just don't like the way, you know, it hurts my stomach. Oh, I used to party. She's she's the party one, but it never... I don't party anymore. Just, yeah, just to reiterate, it was never out of like, okay, no, I'm not like an, yeah, no, 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 I'm not like an alcoholic or used to be an alcoholic or anything like like that. The last last time we had a drink was our anniversary in D.C. Right. And we were both like... We're not drinking again. That was we didn't get drunk. It was just like I, I think the older I got, the more I felt like I didn't really like need it. You know, for a while it was like you know in your twenties it's like you know a novelty almost because you're never really allowed to, do it, allowed to do it and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And then you know, as you get older, it's just like eh, you know maybe a glass of wine every now and again. But yeah, like you said, we haven't drinking like five six years just because yeah. just don't want to. It's bad for not your, even, not it's even bad like, for your skin. Yeah, not even like New Year's or any no, holidays. No, so. I don't. I don't feel the need to we drink. We always we always joke around like every time we go to the bar we'll we'll toast with like a diet pepsi yeah. or a tea or something yeah yeah so you know i mean the comforters they were okay they were small yeah. um and then you got some like round fries i remember the fries were circles yeah they're like potato yeah like flat potatoes and then we got conch fritters i think and the conch fritters i would give like a six they were okay and you know back to our point on the bar it's you know one thing you're going to see with us when we recommend things all these other videos are going to tell you about the clubs and the bars that you can go to you're probably not going to see that from us so you know we apologize in advance if that's something that you're really looking forward to that's just not we might go to a bar just for the atmosphere yeah we like to people watch and we love live music you know we just don't do the alcohol part we do everything else and like we were watching we were even watching a video yesterday about miami and how sometimes they're big drinks for one person their fishbowl drinks drinks are like fifty dollars and like why first of all why would you pay that much and why do you need that much to drink right and so yeah we're not going to be the kind of podcast to do that i mean if we ever did you know we would we would probably talk about it but i just don't foresee us drinking and you know we'll talk about like bars for atmosphere wise but Maybe somebody might appreciate that. Someone that doesn't like to drink or is trying to get over drinking. Or maybe you just like to go out and just not be around people, talk to, you know, there's all sorts of people that go into bars or restaurants like that. Or maybe you just like to dance. You know, things says you have to freaking drink. Yeah. Don't be pressured to do it if you don't want to. Yeah. So what would you give No Name Pub? Six out of ten. I would give it a five. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, the bartender was super nice. 
But, yeah. you know, other than that, the, the couple next to us, they were nice. We met a great couple from Arizona. Yeah, they were really cool. cool. The patrons you. were cool. See, that's the thing. You go into bars to meet people, yeah. you know. The next place on our list is actually in Key West, and it's the Conch Republic. You see this on all. Wah, wah. Yeah, you see this on all the videos. Uh, and it was my fault because I thought, thought I thought it was something else, and they the had half, changed their name. I thought it was the Raw Bar. It was called the Half Show Raw, Raw Bar. bar yeah. But yeah, we see this on all the videos, and they're like, okay, well, this. You know, for, we went because you thought it was that, but right. we also were like, okay, this is cool. Everybody goes here. The food was not that good. Like, my burger was, I think yours was cold. Mine was cold and watery. I had dolphin. That was the only seafood besides the conch fritters that I had in the Keys. The conch fritters were, were decent. The conch fritters are a 7. I will give it a 7 out of 10 on the palm tree taco scale. Yeah. And, like, the inside was cool. It was a big industrial warehouse, and they had, like, black and white pictures of, like, different fishing trips and, you know, really big fish. Um, the server was nice. The food took a little long to get there. That's not her fault, obviously. And yeah. you're on island time anyway. Yeah. My my burger was okay. The fries were kind of cold. Overall, it was like, yeah. I give it a four. Four. Four out of ten, yeah. But no, nothing really else to talk about it. It was just, you know, basically. It's not worth the money. Don't, you know, if you want to go to these places, go with a grain of salt. Don't expect it to be amazing. Just try it first. If you love it, great. If not, at least then you weren't, like, let down by it empty promises we saw every video it's almost like we they were getting they were getting pushback for it because yeah i mean we don't know that but it was just like what is so great about this place what is food? so great I it's mean, like it's subpar it's a tourist attraction that's where and yet it was expensive it was like, very expensive. it was like 60 dollars, and we didn't even have dessert there we but have, we did have dessert was that half shell raw, raw bar because so we walked around yeah and we found it and you were like oh there it is and it just this little nice, uh, would you call it a bar? I guess it's a restaurant. It's like a bar, restaurant. It's right there on the water, so you can see all the boats. You can, you know, they have license plates everywhere. It's this big wooden sort of smaller restaurant. Very old style. Yeah. It just, it felt more at home to us. It wasn't this big tourist attraction. You know, it's just there, and you go. And we got key lime pie, and it was really good key lime pie. I would say like 9 out of 10. This, and we're sitting right on the water, looking over at the boats and the marina. And just just really cool atmosphere. The the server was really nice. I think I don't know what country he was from. I think he was from France. Probably from France. I think he was but, French. But he was really nice, and I, I'd give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, definitely. Nine out of ten, only because we didn't have the food. Like we had dessert, and you know, next time we go, we'll rate the food. Right. Actually. Yeah. Definitely um, go find the raw bar. Go to that one. The half shell raw. The bar. half shell it's, raw uh, bar is. In our opinion, it's in the better. marina area. I don't remember. Exactly. It's like five minutes away from the Conch Republic. Yeah, going towards the marina, um, and l so going back to the one that you know we just—it was our home base. Complete shock, like you know, it's this if this place. Like I thought, okay, this is gonna be good, but I didn't expect it to be that good. So we went there for dinner one night. We went there for breakfast dinner, twice. I breakfast think breakfast twice. I don't know if we had lunch, but. Their breakfast, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, what? tell them where it's at. Porky's. Porky's, yes. Porky's in Marathon. <laughs> we saw it on, we've seen it on a few videos. That was when people were right about Porky's. They were right. Yep. Porky's was amazing. So, that, I mean, barbecue, what they're well known for. I had, I had a uh, barbecue breakfast. It was like pulled pork, bacon, grits. And like an eggs. omelet, yeah. It was like your traditional southern breakfast, right? It so, was so you could good. get eggs and grits and bacon and biscuit. And now I will say what they what you see in all the videos, they're sushi and this could just be me because I have maybe this is like fancy sushi and I'm used to the grocery store sushi going back to that. Their sushi was good, but it wasn't complete without the soy sauce. Like, I think that was, like, the missing ingredient because I was eating it without it. And I was like, it's, it's good, but... And then I would put it in the soy sauce, and it was very good, but it's not the best sushi I've had. So, you know, they quote it's like, you know, best sushi in the Keys, and, you know, maybe. But, um, but yeah, had the sushi, I think, that night. I don't remember what I had. Probably a burger mm -hmm. and fries and sushi. But everything we ate there, the three times we ate there was just amazing. 
Never had a bad meal. And it, did we get did we get conch fritters there too? We did get conch fritters there, and I would definitely give them probably about an eight. They were just about on par with yeah. Robbie's. Um, and the whole atmosphere, you know, you're right on the water. They do like jet ski rides. And you're uh, right this, on the marina. Yeah. And you look down, and you see the, you see like, the you gorgeous can, like, fish. Yeah, and you can like throw a little bread over, and the fish will like oh, come get it. And that's really fun. To, you're probably not supposed to, but we did. Yeah. And just a um, great atmosphere. The service was great, even at night when we went there, because we were a little concerned that it was going to be overly loud or really, really crowded. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, after you've been in Key West all day, you kind of just want to, like, relax. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it, they had live music, and it was just, you know, it wasn't too loud, and it was nice and islandy, yeah. and people weren't rowdy, and it was just, you know, a really relaxing evening. Yeah. What about, what do you think on the palm tree taco scale for the whole, uh... Well, what would you, you give Robbie's on the palm tree taco scale? Uh, seven. No, six. Six, I'm sorry, not Robbie's, but Porky's. Oh, Porky's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Porky's, yeah. 9 out of 10. Yeah, I would I mean, totally every, give it Every time a we went, they were nice. They were, you know, they were quick with the food. It was moderately um, priced, especially for like, breakfast, was like $35 for like the one, two of us. Yeah, and one thing I really liked, the one time, I think one day, I think when we were on our way out, we went and it was like eight minutes before breakfast was going to change to lunch. And the server was like, I'm going to go ahead and put this in mm -hmm. real quick. Uh, just so you can get breakfast before, and I, I thought you know that's cool because any other place you go, you, you you may get it in time, you may not. But the fact that he was going to go out of his way, like okay, I'm gonna go, if you know your order, I'm gonna go ahead and take it. I'm gonna go ahead and put it in, and then I'm gonna bring your drinks. Right. And I'm like that. That's cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're gonna get. Make sure we get the breakfast order in before they switch. Right. So that, yeah. That was, definitely good looking out and going out of the way to yeah. to make sure we got what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, you were asking about the overall impressions. I give it a 10 out of 10. You know, I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do yet, but that's the point of going back to visiting. Yep. Um, it was everything that I remembered and more. I really enjoyed being able to share it with you, cool. um, making new memories and discovering new things that we want to do. Like we want to go back on the record tower and we want to go kayaking and rent jet, jet skis at some point and that's see fun, all the historic boat. things. And we want to stay on Sunshine Key in their, in their tiny houses. Um, yeah. uh, you know, you know, it's just, and that's the whole point of traveling is, you know, you don't necessarily get to do everything you want in one trip. Um, but you get to go back and it was just, you know, it was sunny and it was beautiful and it was such a good trip and good memories. What about you? Yeah, I give it a 10 as well. I mean, there was a little few hiccups there, like with some of the restaurants that we talked about and some of the sushi and stuff like that. But overall, it was phenomenal experience. If you've never been in the Keys and you're able to get there, highly recommend it. It's, it's so much more than I thought it was going to be, you know. I thought, okay, it's just another beach. It is not another beach. It's an island. Everyone's just so happy to be there. D didn't really deal with anybody impatient about anything. I don't think we got honked at mm -hmm. once. I mean, uh, it, it was just phenomenal. Give it a 10 out of 10. We're definitely going to be going back. Yeah. So with that, that that's our podcast for today. We just want to go over things that we really liked about our Keys trip, give you some suggestions, um, some of the hype believe it some of it don't or just take it with a grain of salt uh, but yeah we're we're gonna do all kinds of different topics in our podcast so you'll get travel this time we did recently purchase this um, like detective game the hunt a killer game we're gonna play that we're gonna give you our review we're considering whether or not we should film us playing it we may or may not I don't know because it, it might be one of those games that takes days because you know, we don't have a lot of time to do games in one sitting so if we don't show you the film of us playing it, we're definitely going to give you the review. Um, same thing with you know any movies or games that we might play. We're gonna obviously we're gonna devote segments to like nine eleven conspiracy theories, you know things like that. So uh, we we'd love to hear from you. Any ideas that you want to talk about? If you want to be on the show or provide some input, uh, we're gonna put an email address for you on the podcast link. Uh, we've, we're still working on the website. We're going to get it up soon. Just just getting the final touches put on there. Uh, but yeah, just keep checking us out. Um, rate us on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify, whatever you need to. Um, and we hope we can bring you good content. Yep. And that's our review from the seaside. Thanks for checking in.